Hello, my friends. I am going to get through this announcement with an odd sounding voice. It has been a week, my friends. It has been a week. So if you have had a tough week, please know that I am right there with you. Goodness gracious. However, this is a positive thing I'm about to tell you. In fact, I am super pumped. I'm going to be doing my very first webinar. I hate the word webinar. It's terrible. I literally Googled synonyms of webinars and still couldn't find anything I liked. So I'm going to call it a mom talk because I have something I want to talk about and that's burnout. After talking with you guys, so many of you via email, in my DMs, in Mothers Together, in Mothers Evolve, in, in all the places, over the last two years, I have talked to hundreds and hundreds of moms raising neurodivergent kids. And really when it comes down to it, there's a pattern that is very clear to me, which is burnout. We are burned out. We are emotionally burned out, you know, emotionally drained to the core, physically burned out often, just mentally burned out. We're just done. We're done. But yet we put one foot in front of the other every day and we show up for our children the best way we can, the only way we know how to, and we hope that we're doing a good job, which of course, by the way, you are doing an amazing job if no one's told you that today. But the fact is burnout is not good. And I know it. I felt it many times. It leads to anxiety. It leads to depression. And we cannot show up for our children at all. And so after talking with moms for almost two years now, I've started to see these patterns of what burnout looks like, of, of why it exists, of how it exists. And to be honest with you, I don't feel burnt out anymore. I used to for years, but I don't. And so I took the time to sort of hash out why I don't feel burned out anymore. I realized that there are some things that I have been doing in my life on a regular basis that have changed my level of burnout to where I feel, dare I say, fully functional 99% of the time. And so I want to bring you these tips, these strategies that are small. They're small little things that you can do tomorrow, today, right now, to avoid getting to that full burnout mode. So I am giving my very first mom talk on Zoom totally free in December. It's actually going to be Friday, December 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It will be recorded. So if you sign up to join me, but you can't make it, you can absolutely get the recording. Although I'd love to see you there live. I'm going to be doing some giveaways. Um, I'm super excited. I've never done this before, but it feels right. I have a message about burnout for moms of neurodivergent kids, and I need to get it into your ears. So I would love for you to join me for this webinar in December for free so we can hang out and we can talk and I can share with you the number one way to avoid burnout and you can start it immediately. To sign up for this webinar, I mean mom talk, go to ontheharddays.com forward slash mom talk. That's ontheharddays.com forward slash mom talk. I cannot wait to see you there. I'm super excited. Thanks for, again, all of your endless support throughout the last two years. I am so, so appreciative. All right, now on to the episode. So, oh my gosh, I'm laughing already. We haven't even started. Boonmi Latitude. Did I say that right? 
Yes. Okay. You know what? It's very important to get names correctly. I'm not, I'm not okay with messing up a name, but here's the thing is that I've been fangirling you for so long, but I've only really seen your name like in print. And so it's not like this is my first time seeing your name, but I've been saying it wrong in my head for like 10 years. So that's okay. Whenever I read books and it's a name that even is even the slightest of difficulty, I don't even pronounce it in my head. I don't even say it. it. Yeah, I just like, I'm like, I just make something up like easy, like cup or like a spoon. And then I just like, for the rest of the book, that's just what that person's name is. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. You're just known as the spoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yes. I, I have it correct. Boomy. Okay. Yes. So I am fangirling as I was saying before we hit record, because um, I have been following you for a very long time. So I was absolutely thrilled to be able to have this conversation with you around the topic of parenting neurodivergent kids, but then also what that does to you as a mom. And then of course yeah. you're launching your new book. And I want you to tell us all the things about that too. So why don't you just sort of just start off if anybody has been living under a rock and they haven't heard your stuff from <laughs> previous years. Give us a little summary of who you are and, and what you do. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a writer. Um, I started off with writing um, uh, a Twitter account called Honest Toddler where I was doing basically a parody of, of a toddler on Twitter. And from then I went on to write um, books, humorous books for, for parents, um, poetry for parents, and then poetry about, about my faith. Mm-hmm. And when was it, like, what took off first? It was your, it was the Twitter account that yes. went viral? Oh yeah, that was wild to me. Like, it was completely wild because I started it as just like a cathartic expression of of my life and, and because my first one was so easy. My first one was like that easy, easy, easy kid that a lot of people get. And I just felt like it was because I was a wonderful mother and I was so amazing, just so in tune with my child's emotions. <laughs> but that was just her, that was just, that was just her. And so then my second born uh, came in and was very much just that classic toddler who pushed back, but even, even more, like I, I find like the pushback, like, um, our cats were even terrified of her. Like what, like our, our animals, like they would hear her coming, you know, like the toddler stomp down the hall and they just like, would, would hide. And so then I had that, that really normal, you know, just the toddler who pushes the limits and started this Twitter account where I'm, um, the tagline was not potty trained, not trying. And we started expressing myself and I just like, started blowing up. I remember in the first week when I had 5,000 followers, I was like 5,000. And then like later it just like, I think I don't even use Twitter today because Twitter scares me now. But um, I think there's like, I don't know, I think 400,000, maybe something crazy on there. I know. But Twitter's too scary now. I can't go there. It it's, it's it's a bit political. I have to say Twitter is intense. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a neighborhood that is kind of dangerous, I feel, but has some good restaurants. So it's like you yeah. can go in there and get like entertainment, but you also might get shot. So yeah. like, I just don't, ah, I avoid, I know, I know. It's like, uh, do I wanna, no, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna not. I'm gonna not, I'm gonna stay home and eat my peanut butter and jelly and just feel the safety of, yeah. of my home. <laughs> That's a smart move. <laughs> I I remember that. I had followed you. We had got um, your your book, and then I also started to follow. I was reading your Facebook updates, mm-hmm. 
And there was a time that kind of turned dark a bit. Yeah. And it was not the same person that, you know, cracking jokes all the time. And I was like, oh my gosh, is she okay? Um, and then of course we were all very much uh, glued into your story to make sure that you were okay. Um, and that was some dark times of parenthood too. Are you comfortable speaking a little bit about that? What, what yes. that was about? Yeah. So I've always been pretty um, transparent, like just about my life and not on purpose. I just don't have uh, the ability, I think, to pretend very well. I don't have it. If I did, I would. I would absolutely like be that Instagram perfect <laughs> presentation with everything burning down like off camera. I would. I would do it. But I've always just, you know, like spoken from where I am. And it did get really dark for me. And that was, um, I think like six years ago and I was going through a, a like our family was breaking up um my mental health was spiraling um I went through this legal battle with a company over trademark stuff and I just had a baby <laughs> well I had, no, I had a young baby I didn't just have a baby because yeah and so I I was just like I also went through postpartum anxiety postpartum but it was like everything was happening mm -hmm. at once spiritually I felt like completely lost as well and just navigating that time i was really honest online just how i felt i had no ability to kind of pretend you know and you just have i had nothing to cover myself with i had just nothing so i just shared and um people were so nice it was actually comments by people that would help me see things clearer because i couldn't even see things clearly at mm -hmm. all and I remember like people would just kind of, there'd just be comments that would stand out and make me think and say, okay, 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 maybe, okay, that's an issue. Okay, maybe I do need like help in this, like with this and mm -hmm. getting therapy and just so, yes, but things are much, much better now. Things are in a very good place. <laughs> Thank God. Good. good. Yeah. I just remember um, being scared for you and just, just oh. knowing that something was wrong, um, even through Thank social you. media like that. Um, and I wonder, so let's, let's back up for a second. What has been like, let's talk motherhood and then we'll kind of go into your journey from there. But what has been the toughest part for you of raising out of the box kids, neurodivergent oh, kids, you know, what's, what's been the real stumbling block for you as a mom? Oh man. I think, I think one people who don't understand, um, that's difficult because when you've got people who see your kid as being bad or see you as being indulgent um <clears throat> you know why can't he do that like well he, he needs to be like it you know that kind of how do i even explain it just almost like this judgment not understanding okay my child needs time for this transition i know i because we know our kids we know them we know what they need. And sometimes people look at that when we, when kids need more, when, when they need extra, as you're going to make them weak as adults or, and this can even be in co-parenting, um, you're, you're coddling them. They're not going to be, they're not going to be, uh, ready for adulthood in the world. Um, when really what you're trying to do is meet them where they are. Um, avoid a meltdown mm -hmm. if possible because those those are difficult for them to recover from and they're difficult for us to recover from 
Um, and walking that fine line of, yes, challenging them, helping them grow, but also making it to bedtime with everybody intact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the outside world, looking in at that, the outside world who does, they do not understand, because you can only really understand if you're in it or you or you studied it um, intentionally. And so when the outside world looks in and sees you making accommodations or sees that um, your kid isn't participating in the way that other kids are or misinterprets um, what they might see as, as attitude or rudeness or um, unpreparedness as, as a, a moral deficit or a parenting deficit, that judgment on top of everything is difficult. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was really well, well put. Why do you think, why do you think society shuns accommodations? Like oh, why, man. why is that a deficit? Why do we view it that way? I, I don't, I have no idea. I don't understand. I, I think because they don't understand and they see it as someone getting extra, you know, it's almost like as if we're all kids and you know, like when your parents would give you something like, um, a Twinkie and say, split it with your sibling <laughs> and like how scientific and mathematical that became. It's like, okay, whoever, at the end, you know, it's like whoever cuts the other person chooses. But I just remember us really just measuring down to like the millimeter to make sure, oh, well, there's some frosting on the on the knife. So, <laughs> you know, just like, and maybe in society, they view it like that. So someone who doesn't need accommodations is, is life is hard for everybody, right? So they're saying life is hard for me. And then seeing someone get accommodated sparks some kind of jealousy or, well, I want, I want more too. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. they're getting too much frosting. They're getting too much Twinkie mm -hmm. what about me kind of a thing. That's all I can think of. But it's so weird because they don't understand that uh, on the one hand, they're getting extra, but it's because they're missing something to begin with. So it actually shifts. It's the same amount, you know? I know. And I think so you see people be, uh, people are, people get that when there's a visible disability. Yes. Like if they see a child in a wheelchair or a child has a visible disability, then I'll, then there's a lot of sympathy there. Oh yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, you need this. Okay. And part of that is because they can participate. They, I don't know, maybe they, mm -hmm. they have the sympathy is there, but when there's a child who on the outside um, looks like any other child, but on the inside is really struggling for some reason, a lot of times that goes out the window and it can even, it could be anyone. It can be a grandparent. It could be a co-parent. It could be like a spouse. It can be, a friend it could be a teacher and or even a system i mean talk about fighting the system oh, yeah. the forms you have to fill out and still getting denied <laughs> yes. filling out countless forms that i experienced that and i was just like it's just so exhausting on its own just just parenting the child on its own is just so exhausting and then you're just constantly running through hoops like this obstacle course of everybody else mm -hmm. yeah did you find, did you have to fight a lot um, oh, for your yeah. kids, specifically therapists, doctors, schools, you know, yes. a lot of fighting? A, a lot of fighting. Um, once I understood, once we had diagnosis is, or diagnosi, I don't know the plural of diagnosis, but like <laughs> once we had all those things. I like diagnosi. Uh, I feel like diagnosis works is makes sense too. Not because you know. Diagnoses? Diagnoses. Diagnoses. Oh, you're right. It's it got to be diagnosis. I like diagnosi. I know. Once we had diagnosis, it sounds like bacteria or something. Yeah. It sounds like a virus. <laughs> once we had our diagnosis, yes, of course. 
Oh my gosh, you're hilarious. Uh, once we once we had uh, those, um, that is just the beginning, you know, and, and it made it made things clearer. But then the fight does begin, and it begins in every which in every which way. Um, here in in Canada, um, getting services is very hard. Well, I won't say Canada; I'll say Quebec, where I live in my provinces. We, we have services, but um, getting them is very hard. They're not as enough therapists, public or private, for for children, for for even adults. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know why that is, but it is, and so it, it's been difficult. But um, just keep trying. You know, mm-hmm. we just keep trying. And one part for me is uh, the main language here is French. So sometimes I'll be like filling out forms, <laughs> you know, in like not I'm from California originally. I've been here 12 years, but there's a difference between conversational grocery store day to day. And then this form where I'm just like, OK, I don't even understand. What this. <laughs> and then, that you know, feeling like, OK, if I make a mistake, will they take me less seriously? Um, you know, or feel like I'm not trying, um, and I am. Um, so there's just always, always these hoops and trying to prove, no, we do need this. My family does need this, but God has been so good. I, I credit everything. Cause I, you know, that mm-hmm. the kids are doing well. It's just really exhausting as their parent and advocate. Mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. To do this. Mm-hmm. I like how you mentioned, I've never actually thought about it this way before but like when you're filling out the forms and you're advocating for your kid if you make a mistake that was so true <laughs> that that you're not taken seriously oh you don't yeah. even know what you're talking about um yeah. you couldn't even spell that word correctly so how could you possibly know yeah I know what like uh, just a mistake just even you know sometimes they would have us um <clears throat> like there'd be multiple steps to things and uh, I would get confused. I have ADHD, so I, I sometimes get confused when there are multiple steps or or instructions that aren't written down. Um, they would say something on the phone, I would immediately forget, and I'm trying to remember. And so I would, I would have to go back multiple times and ask. And you get the wrong person, and they're very irritated with you. And I get it. You know, they're working. It's a government job. They're they're frustrated. But or or um, sometimes um, there was one time where this this um, woman with the government, she told me I needed to submit a family portrait. And I'm right away, I'm thinking a picture. That yeah. makes sense to me, a family portrait. And, and then I said, okay, what kind of picture? And she goes, no, like a portrait, like you write down, you describe your family. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And it's kind of like, are you, she, she, you know, the tone was like, what's wrong with you? Like, and I, was like, I, I thought a portrait, you know, and, and they made it read the instructions, you know, as thoroughly too, but just this feeling like you're exhausting people. And if you don't do it perfectly, then it could end. It, it yeah. can determine whether or not you get services. That's, that's so messed up. Um, that's, first of all, ex- I mean, that's their job. First of all, portrait, if it's not to send it, I would think a family picture. And then otherwise that's I'd be I like, do they want you to draw, like get the watercolors out and like do a right? little preschool stick stick figure family? I Imagine can't. if I had done that. Imagine <laughs> if I had actually like drawn a picture and turned it in. They would have immediately closed my file. Immediately. Immediately. Like, okay. no. Immediately. Immediately. No, not, not, not. She, they'd be like, pass around the office. Like she drew a picture <laughs> okay, of but her family. That, oh <laughs> my gosh. It's hilarious. Is that like French Canadian for describing your 
language too. I, like, I, I think her first language wasn't English, and but she was. So we were doing franglais, you know, like French English back and forth, and so maybe she copied and pasted something. But it was like the portrait, and I'm like, okay, I can do that. I'm like, I was like, uh, from what year? I was like, I don't really have anything recently, but I could take a selfie. And she's just like, no, not at all, not at all. That write a paragraph. And I was like, oh. Okay, metaphors. Okay, I didn't know we were doing metaphors. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know. There's Come a good warning. I'm about to say a metaphor. I'm about to use like kind of like a metaphor. I use metaphors all the time, but you know, just a little notice, you know. <laughs> and you're a writer. Like I'm, a... <laughs> I'm not good with metaphors and people I I that's one of my weaknesses. When people say something in like figuratively, I, language, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, like a portrait, yes. Okay, but I totally yes. would have fallen for that too. Especially, this is not the time for metaphors. It's not. Like, you're it's trying not time to get services for your child. Yeah. I'm sitting in front of my printer, you know, all of these papers strewn about me. And then, then there's the actual child there who needs help as well. There's that. <laughs> Who's on the iPad, you know, for, for like the 20th hour of the day. You know, I'm just like, trying, like just a little bit longer. I know you haven't had lunch yet. But I'm I'm gonna put chicken fingers in the air fryer as soon as I figure out what form I'm supposed to send to what office and if it's supposed to be like certified mail or not. <laughs> and it's all in French. Yeah. <laughs> That's like to top it all off. Yes. Oh. Somewhere in English. Somewhere in English though. Somewhere in English. Okay. But okay. I, I'm learning. I'm learning every day. And even still, I'm still I still do like language courses just to brush up because you know got to yeah but that's a lot like this is this is a lot it's and a lot. and i have to ask too during this time where you were trying to get services for your kids and um advocating for them did you struggle at all with your own mental health around yeah. this whole like i did i i went through this yes. very much like i suck as a mother i clearly don't oh. know what i'm doing why am i even a mother um, yes. i went through that whole many years of guilt and shame and anxiety and depression did you struggle with that sort of thing too absolutely i mean i don't know if i mean the feeling of being oh i'm i'm so good at this i i mean when you're dealing with with so much and you're trying to help your child be okay and a lot of the times especially in the beginning um failing at that i don't know or like not doing it as well as you want and it's the first time you have a meltdown in public or your child has a meltdown like in a public place mm -hmm. and they're thinking that child is way too old to have a tantrum you see the people looking you get home you're disheveled they're disheveled and you're recovering from that they're recovering and they're coming kind of like coming to and then dealing with their emotions you know because there's a lot of you feel bad they feel bad they feel guilty and so you're trying to help it's just a lot of yeah a lot of anxiety um even about just going out sometimes yeah. Go, bringing a child out who doesn't want to go out and struggles with being in, in, in a grocery store mm -hmm. <clears throat> finding it so stimulating finding it too loud um and i get it because i wear headphones uh, listening to music or not sometimes <clears throat> and it is pretty loud and there are a, a lot of noises and and i and i get it and i never have a list so i have to go through almost every aisle because i lost the list i lost it before i went to the store <laughs> most Step so one on the list. Lose cool. the list. Lose the yeah. list. Make the, make the list. Feel good about the list. Lose the list. Lose the list. <laughs> Lose the list. Get to the store. Forget the critical items that were on the list. Maybe even find the list. Insult to injury. Find the list yep. at home. Just so you yep. can see what you forgot. Yes. Right? Okay. yes. 
But you can't go back. No, no. I feel like a lot of the things that you're saying are sort of, I'm imagining that you really, not only do you really understand your children, but you're, you sort of are your children, you know, like you're, you're in a good way, but you're on the same level as them in so many ways that it's like together you are navigating this life, this world together, not top down. This is like, we're all in the trenches. Um, and I, I, I like that because your kids know that you get them on a deep, deep level. And that's really important. Thank you so much. That's exactly what it feels like every single day. <laughs> Last night, my, and she, my it's funny because my oldest gave me permission to share it online. I ended up not sharing it, but I can share it here because she she did. Um, she's going to a, a party, um, a sweet 16 party of a friend. And so we're going to the car and I see that she's holding her sketchbook and her, her um, pencil case. And I was like, where are you bringing? Because it's kind of a formal, it's like a fancy, very like fancy party. I was like, where are you bringing your sketchbook and your, your pencil case? She goes, just in case the social aspect doesn't work out. And I was like, I get it. And I was like, because me, when I was her age, I would bring a book and a journal, at least two books, just in case, you know, you never know what mood you're going to be. Yep. Two books and a journal and a pen, just in case, you know, just in mm-hmm. case, like, I don't really have anything to say or it gets weird or I feel weird and I just want to go off by myself and read. Um, so I, I very much understand um, my kids all have unique things going on. And I feel like I, I feel all of them. I, I understand all yeah. of them. There are times when I really want to go to the grocery store, but I don't have it in me, not just because I'm tired, but because it, it just feels like overload, you know? Mm-hmm. We got the music, they got the beeping, um, mm-hmm. got the shopping carts, um, which I don't feel like touching. And then it'll be like, no. I don't feel like touching shopping. No. It got worse after the pandemic, I think. Yeah. Feeling yeah. of not wanting to touch things. Yeah. Um, and all of it, you know, it's just such a big thing. So I, I do, I, I really appreciate you saying that. I'm sure it's the same with you, like understanding, just feeling, you. you know, I'm sure you just, you feel, you feel them. It's a, it's a journey for sure. Um, for me, I went through years of not understanding, especially my neurodivergent one. I didn't understand him. And so I was listening to all this unsolicited crappy advice around me about how to parent him. And it was like, you need to tighten your boundaries and you need to be more strict and and none of that is really me, but I tried it. I tried it on for size. It did not fit. And my kid and I, our relationship just crumbled. Absolutely. Um, he did not trust me whatsoever. And I had to sort of have a, a full transformation of myself to realize not only who my kid really is, but who I really am and, and how I was already a good enough mom to begin with, you know, so that I don't need to change to try to fit him in some box that he does not fit in. Um, and so for me, it's been a journey. It was not there from the beginning, I have to admit, but we've gotten there now. Mine wasn't there from the beginning either. Mine was not there from the beginning. And what you just said, like it resonated so much because before I, before I like found my, my, my voice as like, I can't find my voice, but like before, I know, right. Um, Before I kind of, there was a time with my oldest where I was being told that she was just spoiled. She was extremely spoiled. And And the funny thing about that was I knew she wasn't spoiled. Like in the back of my mind, She's all, she's quiet and she's shy. Um, she has like a, a rigidness about her um, 
but it's to kind of protect her senses and mm -hmm. so she feels okay in a lot of places where she doesn't and i was told that it was um almost like snobby by one person in particular that she was almost like oh she thinks she's better than it was very yes. weird to see. It, was, it wasn't a good situation that she feels like she's better than people and she's rude and and she's um not listening all of these things that i was being told and because i felt like i was caught i was caught between them and i had to I, I i had to choose in the end and i chose her um but for a while there i was really trying to i was really parenting from a place of you need to stop what you're doing and you i almost i i don't know why i did it but i just i believed it but I, part of me was always uncomfortable with it I felt like I was being mean and I was being mean, but I also felt like, what if I'm, what if I am getting it wrong? What if she is just having like an attitude, but it was never attitude. It was never, and it really did hurt our relationship and she didn't trust me. So when you said that, I mm -hmm. completely understood, understand mm -hmm. what you meant because she just, she kind of, she just shut down around me because mm -hmm. I was yes. no longer a safe person. I was not yes. a safe person. When I look back on it, I feel so bad because she didn't have a safe person. Um, she really didn't. I wasn't safe for her. Um, and it wasn't until we ended up moving and then she began to open up again. And I was, and I had the freedom to treat her and respond to her. How, you know, as moms, we know in our, we know what we do. We kind of like, we feel it. There's just so many voices. <laughs> Yes. Yes. That was so totally resonated with me as well. And you, you do have to build back that relationship, but you're yes. fighting against all these people and society yeah. at whole, as a whole. Um, and it basically it sounds like for you too, but my motherly instinct was shut off. Like my gut exactly. telling me what to do was totally quieted by this is what your kid should be doing. This is the way you should be parenting him. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm mad at myself. I have to, I, you know, I'm mad that I like even went down that route and listened. I, me it is too. what it is. I can't go back, but it bugs me. It bugs that's me too. Because, that's because I wasn't confident in myself. It had nothing to do with him and looking back and, and all yeah. of us, all of us searching social media for the latest strategy or tip or trick to try this type of parenting, this type of parenting based on what that's, that's <laughs> shutting off your own instincts and looking at your kid and going, I know my kid, I know what he or she needs. Um, I just, that's, that's my big takeaway here in my own journey. And I'm trying to sort of share that with other moms raising neurodivergent kids. It's like tune out everything else. You already have the answers and it's built within love. Honestly, it's, that's what it's yes. inside of. Um, yes. And people just don't get that. Oh my gosh, you're so, so, so right. It is built inside of the love that we have for our children. And we do know because all of the advice we get, and there can be some great advice out there, but at the end of the day, our child is a unique child. Of course, you know, children have overlaps with different kids, but we that's our child. We were given that child, I believe, for a reason. And when we tune back into our motherly instincts, we, we, we kind of know. We do know. We do know. Okay, I, I, I can't go to the store right now. That's not going to happen. I wanted to, but that's not going to happen. Yes. Or this kid um, wants to sleep in my bed. 
The books say that mm. I should say no. The books mm. say I should send them back to their room. Even my fears of of them not, you know, developing um, independently enough say I should send them back to my room. But in my gut, I know this child needs sleep next to me tonight. Mm -hmm. I know it. Getting the confidence to to parent from that place is so liberating, and it's so wonderful to just be able to say yes when you need to say yes, mm -hmm. um, to even say no when you need to say no. Um, it's so fantastic to be able to do that. And I know it's hard for people, like if you're if you're co-parenting with somebody or if you're in a marriage or relationship where you have different views, it can be very difficult. Um, I know that. Um, but for me, at the end of the day, I mean, you, you do your best to to kind of, I mean, you have to balance, you know, I, I don't I don't really have any great advice. Hopefully both people love the child enough mm -hmm. to to come together and 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 work together. Um, mm -hmm. But I want to say if you're ever in a situation where, you know, someone doesn't love the child, you have to choose the child. <laughs> I just want to say that you really have to choose your child. If you know your child's in a position where it's somebody who the love isn't there for whatever reason, something else is overriding it um, because your child has no one else but mm. in that situation but you. So Wow. I'm so glad that you said that and gave that was so important to say. Like you think it's understood, but it's not necessarily it's not. understood. No, it's it's no. not. Because their fears, mothers and fathers have fears too, and they're, you know, they're 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 fears, and nobody wants to to have to blow their family apart or or take any drastic measures, or sometimes even have hard conversations, or or stand up to somebody who intimidates them, or or there's they're hard grown up things to do, um, but if if motherhood has taught me something, it's it's that if it comes down to to protecting the child or protecting the relationship, it has to be the child every day. Every day. It every yeah. day because somebody who somebody if they generally if it's just an argument and you both love the the child and you're both committed and you know I think you, I mean there's the 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 practical um, um, advice of you have to prioritize your relationship of mm -hmm. course and but you know I think we know the difference we we know. Mm -hmm when something shifts and a child is in danger, um, emotionally, physically, mentally in danger, um, that's not something that can be ignored. No, no, goodness, no, yeah. no. I, I have um, I have a membership community for moms raising neurodivergent kids and I put them, I match them in little support groups with other moms oh. going through the same experience. Um, and so that's where I meet so many amazing moms um, and it's called Mothers Together. So we meet up and we chat and I hear so often the same topics, themes come up again and again, and that is one of them, especially about the, the spouse, the partner, um, the family members. W how do I choose? How do I say that I'm going to choose? Um, and why can't I get my partner on board with the diagnoses, with the behaviors, oh, with the parenting? It comes up again and again. So many moms feel this loneliness because they don't they can't go to their, their partner or co-parent, whoever, and say, yeah. you know, let's, let's try this. Let's try that. Very, very hard place to be really hard. It, it's, it's very, very difficult. And I think, um, 
especially just with a diagnosis, I think that sometimes the partner can be afraid, um, ashamed, um, not want to admit it to themselves. Um, and then when they see that behavior, they get triggered. It could be something from their own childhood where they weren't allowed to, who knows, express something or, or you know, or they come from uh, like maybe um, a tradition. I don't want to say like a tradition. What I mean is like that, that old yeah, mentality, old, fashioned. Of, old mm -hmm. fashioned kind of the child should be seen, not heard. And they, you, ha you have an image for your child. Then when your child doesn't match that image, not everybody can digest that. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think a lot of the time, maybe even most of the time, it can be worked through if people face their issues. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you go to therapy, face their issues, and and put the love for their their child and their partner and their family. If they can get to a place where they can put that, if they can that love can love can bridge a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, it's. It's, but I, it's difficult. <laughs> it's really hard. And they have to be ready and willing to work for that. And that's, I think that's the hard part. Yes. And um, accept their child, really accept yes. and love, love their child for who their child is, not who they thought their child would be. Yes. That's, that's the quote right there. I can't, I mean, that's again and again, that's it. How many kids do we know? And I'm, I'm a 15 year teacher. How many classes and students have I seen come in? who don't feel accepted by their own families because yeah. they, whatever it is, they're not good at sports because they, it doesn't even have to be a neurodivergent thing, but just didn't come out the way their parents hoped they would. And yeah. that is really, really hard for kids, for anybody. Um, yeah. So thank you. Yes. That, that's a really great point. So that whole part, you, you moved, there was change. And now you're in a really wonderful place. And I want to yes. talk about your book too. So tell me <laughs> about the last few years or so and, and how things have been going, that transition. Oh man, the last few years have been good. I still, you know, mothering is, is always, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's a journey. Yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a calling, all of that, but it's just been very good because um, one, like uh, my faith is is strongly rooted knowing that i i have god who i know a god who loves me and supports me and i pray and um and everybody i don't want to say i'm not like special you know and everybody god loves everybody um so my faith has has been a big turnaround but also um just being in a place where i i i am free to just love my kids <laughs> you know I, I i just feel very um safe and just i i don't know i i don't i don't i just have safety in my life that i didn't feel like i had for a long time safety that, and freedom is that safety coming from elsewhere or is that within in terms um, with within and just like peace in the home also, when you have peace in the home, when you don't have peace inside of your home, and I grew up at various times did not have peace in my home. So I, I know that's like from a child's perspective and an adult's perspective, it just, you can't have peace in your heart, you can't have peace in your mind. Um, mm -hmm. But when there is peace in the home, even when there are the daily struggles of parenting, when you just have that emotional safety in your home where you can relax and be yourself at home, that's everything. So if you're giving that to your kids, but they are like having too much screen time and having like chicken nuggets, it's still great. 
because you have peace in your home. That's yes. the that's the best thing. That's the the most important, invaluable, beautiful thing. If your kid knows they can just lay down somewhere and you know, just relax and they're gonna mm -hmm. be okay. That's everything. You've given them everything at that point. Everything else is just decoration, icing, you know. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. Okay, but really quick then for the mom who says, but how? How do I yes. find, how do I create peace in the home when things are so not peaceful? My kid is melting down constantly. Right. Um, you know, baby's screaming and, and dogs are yes. barking and uh, my marriage is on the rocks. And, and how, how oh. do I support my kids and how do I bring peace into my home? What would you say? I would say, um, we'll start with knowing the, the dog barking and the meltdown and that stuff's kind of, it's kind of, it'll always be there to some degree, but, um, I would start with healing relationships in, in the home. Um, the biggest, most prominent relationship, the one with your partner, healing that therapy, uh, if it takes going to therapy, uh, do whatever it takes to heal and talk and be open and get in, in, in a workable, good place as, and do whatever it takes, even um, getting away from the kids too can be very important. Um, so I want to never want to sound like I'm not saying prioritize that relationship, definitely prioritize that relationship because you will need each other. I mean, you need to be on the same page. So healing the relationships in the family is definitely number one. Um, making your family life and schedule and even home layout tailoring that for your like what actually works for you for me that look like um i have one couch in my living room and i knew like logically most people have like kind of two couches kind of mm -hmm. a thing you know we have like a small couch and a big couch i guess we we're mm -hmm. supposed to have mm -hmm. but instead of getting the big couch i put a hammock in the living room <laughs> and then i also put like this swing also like it looks ridiculous it's not a, the kind of place you instagram it doesn't make any sense it, it's not even a place where you like invite people and have like a dinner party <laughs> my house is not like that but it's very much a place where kids who sometimes need to um just swing or just like put themselves in the hammock and, and just cover their face or watch you know a show and just like swing back and forth and like self-soothe they feel very comfortable <laughs> um so make your make your home don't worry about don't worry about instagram or facebook or or how your mom says your home should look um make it work for your family and then be easy on yourself you know be very 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 easy on yourself if we have i i talk about chicken nuggets and chicken tenders a lot because they are <laughs> such a big part of I remember, follow me for more for more dinner recipes. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget, you know, feel free to pin. Um, yeah, yeah, feel free to pin. Again, <laughs> if you need to order pizza or if you make, you know, like pita bread pizza or it, just like melting cheese on something, just be easy on yourself because you're doing something so that's harder than the average. Yes. It's, it's harder when your kid, the meltdowns are not tantrums, they're different. Nope it's a star a storm that you are going to participate in. You're going to walk into it. Um, walk, you're going to be taken up. Like, mm, yeah, <laughs> you're going up, up in it. Yeah. You're, you're going up, you're going up and you're meeting your kid in that place. And you know, like that movie, what was it called? Twister? Where the they Twister. <laughs> 90, 96, 95. 96. Oh, yeah. The cow 96. is going by. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> that's when you're you're go you're going up in it without without um like uh, you know a lot of protective gear yeah. and you're going in it and you're gonna in the center of it you hold your child and then it's going to even when it stills it's still going on inside you and them and you have to like come down from it together it's like a rave but nobody's the worst laughing kind. yeah <laughs> worst kind of rave <laughs> no no laughing no music just screaming yep. um and like <laughs> oh, you know, so be easy on yourself, but prioritize the relationships. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself too. If you can mm. have some time, even if it's just at night. <laughs> it sounds so good. It sounds simple because it is, but it isn't at the same it's, time. It's not right. <laughs> but it's but it's great advice. It really is. Thank Peace you. in the home. You can have children melting down all yes. over the place. You can have a disaster, <laughs> toys everywhere whatever food you found in the fridge you smell it before you give it to them like fine but there still can be peace in the home with those things yes and joy safety and joy yes yes Yes. and you can have so much fun you can still have fun like we have fun we just kind of go with the flow sometimes i'm like it's 10 o'clock we're still awake like like get to bed what are you like doing? we need to we need to you know i i try to do a really early bedtime i i do most nights it's, it's kind of like crazy or like 8 30 we start or no we start like eight but um Impressive. sometimes we'll be like 10 30 and like everyone's up yeah you know because we decided to watch a movie we decided yeah. we we're gonna get like a bunch of snacks and we decided we we're gonna we we're gonna do this and and everyone's and everyone's peaceful everyone's in there or or everyone's in their own little pod and just kind of being quiet so oh. you can have you can have joy you can have yes. the happiness and all of that. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's so good. Okay. That's, that's, mm, that's my favorite part of this whole conversation so far. Um, you. So your book though, there's big news yes. about the book. Tell us about <laughs> the book. Tell us all the things, give us the background um, because I want to make sure we give you that time to talk about that. Oh, thank you. So the book is, um, and I didn't even realize this until so I, I did an interview last week and this, this mom, she like broke it. She was like, okay, so you had your faith journey and then your parenting journey. And then this book is kind of the intersection. And ever since I've been saying that, I'm like, yeah, when yes. she said, I realized yes. it, I didn't realize it before she said it, but this book is really the intersection of, um, my faith and, and, and parenting and how they've kind of melded because mm-hmm. I mean, I pray all day long. I pray and I, I, from the morning when I wake up and I have this like little bit of tightness and I'm just like, okay, like what is this day gonna hold? Do I have enough? Do I have enough? Because, you know, you feel like you're running on a deficit from the day before. So um, I'm waking up in a bit of a deficit. I can feel that. Um, A little bit nervous, just what's the day gonna hold? there's always counters that need to be wiped down constantly throughout the day. I'm wiping mm-hmm. down counters all day long, you know, <laughs> like oh, yeah. the, la- the laundry is never done. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. about all these things and the kids have their, their needs. So when I wake up, I, I just start, by, I just pray and I, I'm just telling God, okay, hi, good morning. I know you didn't sleep, but you know, it's not something you do. Somehow you're okay. I, it makes me feel weird that you don't sleep, but I hope you're all right. Um, so I'm nervous. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous but I know you're here. Just help me, help me to give me the strength I need. Give me the wisdom um, I need. Give me the patience that I need. Um, just like order my steps, help me get through this day. Not even just get through it, but just like, cause lately I've been wanting more and getting more than just getting through it. Just 
help 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 us to enjoy each other today even if it's just like a small way that we you know just like really yeah. the fun because that can that can really get sucked out when you're when you're raising kids who who need a lot sometimes the fun for you they can experience fun yeah. but the mom cannot experience the dad yeah. cannot experience any fun so lately i've been praying about that more too just that this isn't a day that I only get through, but one that I, at the end of the day, I can look at something, a few things and smile about. Um, and then during the day, like when, when, I, when a child is, is challenging me, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll just be like, God, just, just what, what, what is needed in this moment? Um, what is needed? Sometimes it's just, it's so funny. Sometimes it's, it's, not, it's not the thing that I think. It's not, okay, um, it, it's not like a parenting or a place of emotions, but sometimes I really need wisdom. Mm. Like, okay, what, the, what this kid is saying isn't even what they need. The kid can be talking, because you know, kids do that. They'll be talking yeah. about, I really need you to get me to this store. I really need this thing, and I've seen this thing. And then I'll pray and I'll be like, okay, that child is is, is, is afraid. Like, mm. that child is, is nervous. That child needs, needs a, a hug. They're trying to, they're really trying to get control over something but it's themselves, not, you know, mm -hmm. and so that'll happen. So um, this book is, it's called, okay, I didn't even say the title. It's called, um, Help Me God, I'm a Parent. Um, honest, let me get this. I, I always, I know, I, I, I forget it. Honest prayers for hectic days and endless nights. For the longest time, I kept reversing it. And I would say honest prayers for endless, for, I would say honest prayers for, for endless days and hectic nights. And people would correct me. They're like, Boomy, you once again got your title wrong. And I'd be like, okay. That was actually on purpose, you know, it's a yep. literary. It was a test. Thing, you know? It was a test. Yeah, I want to see if you guys are paying attention, you know, that yep. you passed. Good job, A+. Yeah. Plus. Um, and, and like, um, so it's really prayers that I prayed for my kids. And it's divided in to laughter and wonder, um, prayers for protection, just because this world can be kind of scary for for all kids. But when, you're, when you know your kids are, are, are more sensitive, um, more trusting sometimes in situations that they shouldn't be trusting. Mm. Um, it can feel even more uh, tenuous. <laughs> so this book is, is, is that it's just my, um, my faith and my heart for, for mothers and, and children combined. <laughs> mm. I love it so much. It Thank comes you. out tomorrow. Is tomorrow the day? Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow's the day. Yeah. Woo! Tomorrow's That's the so day. Exciting. I'm excited. I'm That's excited. Awesome. I love, I love when it's over. I love when the book release day is done because it's so stressful. Like, what, do you sit there and book release day and you're just looking out the window like, all right, come on, guys. Oh, well, well on book release day, I, I that's like the peak, like just like I, I want this to be over for, mm -hmm. for I think for all writers, they, they act like it's not true, but it is true. Every I this is what I feel personally. I feel like every writer hates book release day because it feels like there's a lot of pressure. Um, the day after is the best because then it's done, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be saying it, but it's just, it's just a lot of pressure, you know? Because you put your whole self into it. This is your yeah. baby too. Like you worked and worked and worked and, and poured from yourself. Um, yeah. And you're letting the public with all their judgment and whatever oh, yeah. read it. Yeah. And that's very nerve wracking. Oh my gosh. I like when they send me, um, during the editing process at the end, when they send you your, the, the book, the like PDF to, to look at and they're like, Hey, make sure everything's okay. I never make sure everything's okay. I don't even open it because I just, I, you know what I do is I say, I say everything looks great. 
and I, I, I'm not lying. I mean, everything does look great. I'm looking around the room. Everything looks great around the room. You know, it's not clean, but like, everything looks, fine looks great. Me. Everything looks great. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead and publish. Go ahead and press, <laughs> press publish on that. Because if I look through it and I see, like, I, I don't want to, sometimes reliving every single thing that I've read or uh, written mm. is hard because I write it from like a, yes. a piece of myself. So I'm seeing pieces of myself and everyone's going to read that. And mm -hmm. so it's just better if I don't. Because I, yep. I, maybe I would say, you know, on second thought, let's just go ahead and burn this one. Yep. It's a little, <laughs> yeah. it's a little personal. It's yes. a little personal. It's too late I, for that. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get that. Even though I have not, I would love to publish a book someday. But um, just the idea of putting yourself out there, even like I'll make a, a reel, which is not the same as a book oh, burning. But no, I'll make a I, reel. I get it. I can't right? do reels. I've tried. <laughs> I, I'm terrifying. Like... <laughs> terrifying. You've done it? I do it. Yeah, I do it. And oh it's my mortifying. Gosh. I do it oh. and then I I never watch it again. Never. You can't. I cannot. I'm I, so impressed I, that oh. you do reels. Do you know how long my publishers they were boom, you gotta do reels. You gotta do reels. I'm I'm like, okay, I bought I bought a, this thing to hold my phone to do reels. I know at first I bought one, it wasn't good, returned it, got another one. I'm gonna do reels for the last like six months i've been saying i'm gonna do reels i did one i left it up for 10 minutes i couldn't i deleted it i yeah. couldn't live with it i couldn't live with it existing i couldn't yeah. do it we both the real and i couldn't both live so i had to kill it i had to make a choice we couldn't both exist in this world i, I had to make a decision so i deleted it and they're just like okay you have to leave them up i, I couldn't i couldn't I couldn't mentally and emotionally, spiritually, I couldn't leave it up. So I'm very impressed. I think it's harder to make reels than it is to write a book. Oh, Way well, harder. that makes me feel good because I want to write, write a book someday. Oh, oh you, you can know write, what? If you can do reels, you can write a book. Reels are terrifying. You know what we're going to do? This is what we're going to do. You're going to hate yes. me. Yes. I'm going to make one and like we're going to remix it or whatever. And I'm going to put yes. you as a collaborator and I'm going to pull you into the real world by bringing you in one with me. What do you think? I, I will be on your reel. I'll be on your reel. I will do okay. that. Or maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe you'll be my, my, my real like support person. I'll be a and, real like, support that'll, person. You know, like, cause I'll, 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 I'll do what you say. I'll do, I just can't do it on my own. I, I totally get it. Um, I'm not an actress. I'm actually introverted <laughs> and this is mortifying every single day, but it is the way I have gotten followers and, and moms to come in and trust me that I know yes. what they're going through and that they're welcome into my community and, and all of these things. It's through reels. That has been my number one way. I so I have to keep doing them, even though I put on every filter on Instagram, I just keep adding <laughs> filters, <laughs> hiding in the bathroom. It's terrible, but I'm totally going to suck you into this. Now we are going to do, do it. Reel. Um, do it. And we can walk, be awkward about it together. Um, that would be hilarious. I am, I'm 100% down with, I think like with you holding my hand, I'll be in your reel. Just tell yeah. me what to do. I could do, I just couldn't do it for myself. I couldn't, I, I tried. I, just, I know, I know. Wait. Don't go back. Don't go into mine. Don't look down. Don't scroll. I, I won't look down. It's I won't bad. scroll. You know, and the funny thing is I love watching reels. I love yeah. watching reels. Yeah. They're so entertaining. I'll watch reels. I, I don't even watch TV anymore. I can watch, watch reels. I don't either. I don't watch TV. I, you know? No. I, the reels are so entertaining. And they're, you know, they're a good length of time. They're short. There's not like a whole episode. The attention yeah. span is like tick, tick, tick. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like five to seven seconds. It's quick. Yeah. You got this. Think about all the people who are have young kids and they're just starting their journey who don't know you from the past yet and you can totally find them in reels i'm gonna help you through it 
<laughs> I, I'm gonna be in your reel. Start. I'll, okay. I'll be in your reel, and we'll right. we'll do we'll do Baby a collaborative steps. reel. I'm excited to do that. I'm oh, excited. This, this is so awesome. <laughs> I I just adore you. Um. Okay. Oh, Where you. can people get your book, and what are the yes. details for that? Um. They can get it. Um. On Amazon, Barnes and Noble, a bookstore. If you search "Help Me God," I'm a parent. Um. Also, if my website uh, boomyladison.com is bu, it's a very it's a very difficult name to spell, but it's, it's bu then nm like Nancy Mary I, L A D like David I T is like Tom A N like Nancy. That's how I say it. I know. I know. Mm. And then yep. so dot com. There's links there, but um, yes, yes, lots of places. <laughs> and I could spell your name for ten years, but apparently couldn't pronounce it until today. <laughs> Which is really embarrassing, but don't be. I actually just learned how to pronounce my name last week, so it's okay. We're you know, I, I was working on it for a while myself, so it's, oh it's boy, okay. oh my gosh, it just irks it's me. And I love name. how you're like Tom, name. Nancy, yes. <laughs> Mary. I do it all day. Like you know, when you have to say your name to someone on the phone, like yeah. uh, like uh, cell phone service, yeah. Because, and but some some letters I don't know the official, and then so I start saying crazy things. Like I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, and I'm just like, why why was that my association? We can't take it back. What you no, say it's no, out no. there? No. You know, <laughs> what you say D for dumpster? Like because you can think of something, and they're just like. She's serious right now. That's, I think, what we should do now. B for biscuit or something. Like, yeah. take away these 1950s names. Yes. And, um, that's great. B for biscuit. I like that. You know, just. I like that. T for tornado. Like, let's yeah. make it interesting and colorful. Uh, you know? Yeah. Nuggets and for nuggets. <laughs> and for nuggets every single day. And oh for nuggets. Oh, my gosh. And for nuggies. And for nugs. What a lifesaver, uh, chicken nuggets. And for Can nugs. you imagine if we didn't have chicken nuggets? No, I can't. And they have to be dinosaur shaped and they have to be the, what's that brand? Oh my gosh, whatever. It has to be this one brand. They have to be dino shaped or forget it. Not forget happening. It won't work. I know. Mm -hmm. I, I got, I like, does, you know, groceries, it's, it's more expensive. So I got this really cheap $10, but huge bag, but nobody really likes it. But I think I'm going to eat them all. That's what you got to oh, do no. as a mom. You got, oh, you yeah. eat them. Oh, you absolutely. Them. They're mine now. Bites. Bites off the yeah. plate. Like you cannot waste this perfectly good dino tail. Like, We're not wasting. Not, it. No. not in this economy. No. I'm not wasting no. a dino tail. That's gonna be my protein. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Boomy, you're hilarious. I just love you. Um, this has been a, a really uplifting conversation in a lot of different ways. We touched upon a lot of different things. So um, thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here with me. This has been great. Thank you for having me. I've loved this. This has been like amazing for me. Just Good. kind of starting my day talking to you i'm realizing the value like community we i'm yes. I'm so happy they have community and you have to like send me links i want to be in your community uh, oh thank you so much I, I i have to be in it because it's make or break having another mom who gets it is i cannot everything. tell you how it has changed my life um oh. because with raising the kids that we have you know you're feeling so yeah. lonely it's the loneliness yeah. piece and these moms um they're just like you and I, and they're drowning and they often yeah. are making their little messages crying. Um, a one oh. sat in the dark, she had a pounding migraine. She's like, I'm here oh. guys. And I'm struggling. Um, and, and that's it. We have got to have each other for this. Um, yes. it's a, it's a game changer and there's nothing. I, I couldn't find a community. I was the one needing one and I could not find one anywhere yes. for moms raising neurodivergent kids. So I started my own and here we are. Amazing. Yeah. And I know you're going to write a book too. 
Oh, thanks. I hope I so. Know it. I know I, you can do. I don't know. Audiobook. I'm going to be hitting you up for for questions and how to get through this the the writer's block and all that good stuff. But I'm here for that. Thank you. I'm here for that. I'll help you with that. You help me with reels. You I see was going to say you're going to be a reels master. Just give it oh, like a week. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love. No, no, it. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Really? Do you check your DMs often? Is that the best way for me to reach you? Or I'm going to give you my. About? I'm going to give you my whole cell phone and like email address. Like you're going to have all the. I'm going to give you my yeah. address. Like uh, oh, girl, like, right, I'm going to be sending you things. We're going to be like that. We're going to be like that. I'm sending That's you chicken we're nuggets. Be. I'm, I'm Connecticut. You're prepared. Chicken nuggets. I'm down. Um, <laughs> I'll eat the Connecticut chicken nuggets. I, I'll send you some Quebec chicken nuggets. I, I we have some good what, ones here. Are there? I don't want that ten dollar bag though. That's too many. No, they no, I like that brand. I know, no, don't, don't get the ten. There was like, there was like two hundred nuggets in there, but they're all. Like, I guess oh they weren't God. at the level. I, I know it was, it was a good. I couldn't pass it up. But then they got no. there. Like, is this chicken? I don't even know. Maybe it's not even chicken. It's, I don't know. No, what it's it is. mystery meat. It's mystery meat. Is what it is. It's delicious. It's, Probably some feathers in there or something. Oh. It was a good deal. It was a good deal. A wishbone. <laughs> oh my goodness. My face hurts. You are awesome. You are hilarious. Oh, Bumi, I just, oh my God. I adore you. I'm so happy to have you on here. This is going to come out on my podcast in about a month or so. Um, I don't want it to go too long because I want your them to get your book. So maybe in the next oh, couple so of weeks. Um, so let's stay in touch. Um, but thank you so much again for taking the time to be here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening today. If you would like to talk with me personally, where we can chat and just get to know each other like old friends, I would love to do a discovery call with you. Go to my website on theharddays.com and click on schedule a call. And if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, please do so so that you get the latest when they roll out. Not to mention, please leave a review if you feel like this episode spoke to you. That way, the podcast will be shown to more mothers. And finally, you can find me on Instagram at On the Hard Days with dots in between each word, or in my free Facebook community, On the Hard Days Podcast and Community. If you are feeling isolated in your parenting journey, I encourage you to reach out through any of these means so that I can connect you with your people and support you in whatever way you need.